Don't don't shut up. Oh, okay, <laughs> wait, wait, no, 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 no. We're not gonna shut. I'm not gonna shut up. No, 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 no. You should be mad too. No, Matt, it's not that. Currently sitting at a current record of 34 wins, 33 losses, on a losing streak of three right now, oh, but Pittsburgh, still maintaining the one of the top positions right now Pittsburgh. is the Pittsburgh Pirates. Listen, listen. Okay, so first off, everybody, hi, welcome. Yes, yes. hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Playbook Project. Welcome back to the Playbook Project. It's been two weeks. Um, the first week why weren't we here what was what was happening something happened that we couldn't record and then the next I week i know jeff went and watched his brother I win, had my lose? Br- uh no he sadly lost in state uh state group four new jersey state group four uh lacrosse he lost uh it was a good game uh he did win sectionals this year going into state though so he was very happy as a junior doing that he's currently seated uh verbal commitment to uh Wagner University up in Staten Island area. Okay, I like D1, that. D1 lacrosse. That's so awesome. He's, he's, he's excited for uh, the summer, practicing, getting ready. So that's awesome. We were so that's why we were out here. last week. And the week prior to that, what uh, I think it was you, Nick. Did you, your work schedule change? What was it that we were? Yes. Your work that's schedule exactly changed, right? One of, right. My, one of my other guys that I work with who, like, me and him are, like, partners. Um he went on vacation, right? And so I had to work. Shift. Yeah, I had to work right. a day that he was gone. So, and then uh, we were we're recording this week. So this yeah, week, June fifteenth, I think the day is. What's today? June sixteenth. Sixteenth. Fifteenth was yesterday. Uh, June sixteenth, we're here, and we've got some updates for uh, you know all leagues. We've got some summer football action. OTAs were back. Oh yeah. Uh, yep. Mini camps were back. Uh, we had a Canadian fire, right? That shut down a lot of things Jesus. for a while. Over we here, we were on looking the like we were in the apocalypse. Yeah, right yeah, it looked like I was looking at like code orange or something. Yeah, outside. like there's a lot we mi- there's orange a lot we missed stuff. in two weeks. The NBA finals wrapped up. The yep. NHL finals yep, wrapped the up. Cup. The Stanley Cup. Finally um, got an announcement of a uh, MLB team the, moving to a new. The A's yes, finally the made A's. a decision. So the much. governor of Nevada, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, is out. Dalvin Cook is yep, out. Dalvin Cook is out. Uh, you know, so there's there, so much. There are so many things we missed in two weeks uh, that we have to catch up on. But I think the biggest thing we should start with, the most important thing we should start with, okay, is the fact that the Pittsburgh Pirates are in first place on June 16th. What are they? A half a game up on yeah, the Milwaukee Brewers, the Brewers. Yep. and that just leads into the fact that Nick and I are that much closer to getting Jolly Roger tattoos. On our asses. How does it make you feel, Nick? <laughs> Listen, Nick. Nick I'm and not I. Nerv- I'm not nervous yet. Okay. They're only a half game up, and it's June. Nick and I are very disgruntled June. because the Mets just cannot win anything. Every time they oh, look not like while they're they going to still get employ Daniel Vogel back and won't start Mark Vientos. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Scherzer and, and Scherzer Verlander, look Verlander, look Verlander look awful. But Jeff's, Jeff's a happy camper. The uh, Phillies look like they're back and better than ever. Yeah, uh, we're, we're slowly. Except for Kyle really Schwarber. Hey, yeah, Kyle Schwarber is horrendous. He's but negative well, 10 outs above average yeah, <laughs> on the he, season he, so he, far. The dude is a liability <laughs> in the we'll outfield. We'll see how he progresses. I'm not super concerned about it. He had some productive parts of this past, you know, uh, past probably like 30-game stretch. He had some productive, really productive And it's games. June. Kyle Schwarber always turns it on in June for whatever reason. Now, granted, we're about halfway through mm-hmm. the month, but 
We'll see. You know, they I, got, they're playing the A's tonight. We're they are in, playing the A's in, tonight. And you guys just came off of a big series win yes. over the D backs. A big series D-backs. win, except for the fact that Aaron Nola still looks awful. I don't know if it's when a pitch are we clock drop thing. Him? I don't know. I don't know if it's a pitch clock thing or if it's an uncom. I don't know what it is no, with Aaron Nola he, here, but he's, he's been, just not. He's been having struggle. He's been a struggle bus before the pitch clock came in. Maybe, Eight, but this and, year yeah. looks to be even worse. Yeah. Worse, yeah. And and I don't yeah. know exactly what it is, but the Phillies' offense is starting to starting to rake. So yep. good timing for them. I, I really do think the Phillies could make a push here, make a run. I mean, they did it last you year. You guys got all the right looked time, at me right? when we made our preseason predictions. Ah, nobody's is. catching Atlanta. Yeah, well, nobody's catching. We'll see Atlanta. how. I'm, I'm curious to see if they will uh, make it into the wild card. We're um, we're not too far back for as far as standings for that. No, um, I I definitely so. think the Phillies make the wild card. I, uh, what's the wild yeah. card going to be this year? 85 wins, right? I, I think I probably think the Phillies could. Around I think the Phillies could could get 85 80, wins. 85, yeah. You know? probably, yeah. You, you're yeah, probably going to get. You're probably going to have. Um, the NL West, right, is probably going to have a team yep. get into the wild card, right? Because you have the Dodgers, who are too good, and the Padres, who are too good to be bad. Are right, so Padres, I keep saying that about the say, Mets, are too. Are the Padres still – I thought they were kind of having Fran- a lackluster year compared to uh, – No, no, no. So right now, right now for wild card, if we were to stop the season today, right, and take our wild card picks, right, um, top two wild card – The Dodgers. Dodgers right? and Miami. Miami – Miami is such a quiet team. They're currently sitting at a current count of 38 wins and 31 losses right now. They're a game and a half up. How ma- who's who's behind them? Philly, right? I believe so, yes. Or the, is it the Mets? Oh, no, it's the no, Giants. It's the Giants. The yeah, Giants. The Giants are, are but the, don't talk about the Mets being close to a wild right, card. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> we're uh, we're four games out of the wild card I was sitting spot. there. I was like, it can't be the Mets. Cincinnati yeah. is ahead of us. By the way, that yeah. kid looks great. Uh, uh, De La Cruz. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Really come together. Not only does that kid rake, but he flies, dude. He is quick. Just like like, I mean, like O'Neill Cruz. Yes. Like yes. They they just have elite base base running. I mean, just absolutely quick. Electric baseball. Fun to watch. The problem. The problem you run into with baseball, though. So many teams. So many games. So many different time zones. It's very hard to keep your stars straight. Right. And on top of that, your young stars don't always get the recognition they deserve because of the fact that, you know, Otani and Trout play on the West Coast at 10 o'clock, right. and that's where all their games are. You you have Cincinnati, who's been so bad for so long. You know, you get this young stud coming in, and it's like, how many primetime games does Cincinnati have this year? Right. None, right? Like, yeah. So baseball's a tough sport to have your young up-and-coming stars get noticed because of a lot of different factors. But I think we'll go – uh, down to Jeff's point here, right, where the Phillies playing a uh, series that they definitely need to win, definitely should win, against the Oakland Athletics, who had some breaking news. Yes. What was it, yesterday, two days ago? I think I sent it. I think I sent it in the group chat yesterday. yesterday but the Nevada governor officially approved the Oakland A's move to Las Vegas. God, I feel so bad for the city of Oakland. I was just talking. And let's talk about that reverse boycott game, too, while we're on the well, topic. Well, okay. Yeah, so <laughs> what an interesting s- situation. So that was awesome. Oh, dude. First off, the idea was a little weird to me when it first came out and they said, let's do a reverse boycott. Let's fill the stadium. I thought right. it was weird, right? Because you're going you're gonna to give the ownership group who you don't like money. <laughs> right, like, I, like, yeah, the and then I think they donated all of the money from that game to like charity too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, like it was, it was a weird scenario, but 
I loved seeing the stadium. And, and so I, I loved seeing it full. Yeah, yeah. And, and I and I watched a lot of what um, o- baseball in Oakland should be. Yes. Yes. I, I watched a lot of um, NBC and Fox coverage, uh, like local Oakland coverage, right. like from the news. And they were interviewing the fans. And, dude, some of these fans were like, we've been friends or friends. We've been fans for years. You know, this A's baseball is our lives. And, and a lot of them were like, we're just sad to see our team go and we want them to stay. And and it sucks because most people don't see what's happening, right? Like, 90% of these fans were wearing jerseys of players that you forget were even A's at one point. Like, Matt, Chapman. Matt Chapman. Donaldson. Matt Olson. Josh Matt Donaldson. Olson. Like, you're sitting here and you're like, holy crap, I forgot they were an A. Right? Like, right. Giambi was an A. Yep. And then, oh, and then the Yankees took Johnny him, right? Damon was Johnny an A. Johnny Damon was an A. Like, you, you forget that all these players were A's. And, and Yoenis Cespedes was an Oakland A. Yes. yes. And they just trade them because they, they did the money ball thing. Right. And the, the ownership group is cheap. And they, they desperately wanted out of Oakland because, you know, uh, it's Oakland. And I just feel for these fans. And it was wonderful to see this stadium alive again and, and really, like, cheering and having a good time. And, and it was great that during some of the innings they were chanting, sell the team. Like, you could hear it. Like, it was awesome. Yeah, that was uh, – it goes completely silent. And yeah. then it's just, sell, sell the, the team. team. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. I do think Oakland will get a team again at some point. But, man, Oakland's on a bad stretch. The last five years – six years? How long ago was 2019? 2019 was what, six years? Three – Four years ago? Four years ago. It's 2023, Matthew. You're right. Okay. In the last – I want to say four or five, whatever. Two plus two equals four. Quick maths. (laughs) (laughs) All three major teams, all three major teams from Oakland – Have left. Have left. Yeah. The Warriors in 2019 – the yeah, Raiders in, in San Francisco now, right? 2021 to One. the Raiders? 2020? When did they move? I think they moved in 21. 21? And now and now the now the A's in 2024, 2025, however 2025, long it's going to take. But, dude, in, in, in a five-year span, a major city lost all three teams. Yeah, like well, Oakland's just getting kicked in the crotch. Well, let's let's be honest. You know, is that is that really? I think that might be a lot of things coming into play there. I think that that necessarily any team leaving, right, has some sort of politics and the, you know the governmental yeah, side of things yeah. as well, right? We saw that many times before about other teams leaving, um, you know, leaving cities because of how they were treated and how uh, stuff had you know wound up going their way. And that may be including the owners as part of that. Is they got screwed over, or sometimes there was cases where the owners weren't involved in that situation or that process happening. So, I'm I'm curious to see. We saw a huge crowd show up for that as that reverse boycott right. for them, and I expected even bigger crowd showing up for them when they show up in Vegas. If you've seen, you know, we, Twitter had a huge field day when they released some of the early renders of what they were looking like they were doing with the area that they were talking about in the trop, right, and taking over that area. Um, the, the absolute amazing profile of this stadium, this dome stadium that they're looking at doing, and the way that they're going to really show off the A's on the strip and really give them their own little space for that, I think will really, you know, bring a whole new group of fans to them when they move, and I think that they will still be having a warm welcome even though you know the Vegas news media has kind of had the uh, had a different opinion, I think that truly they will still have a large amount of fans show up for them when they show up there. No, I, I agree. I, I think 
I think Las Vegas is a good sports town. I know when when the Knights came, everybody was a little like, ah, is Vegas going to be a sports town? Can it really handle right. it? Do they really care? And they did. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights are, are a phenomenal yeah. uh, story Vegas and team. Golden Knights. No, no, we'll, we'll get back to that. But, yeah. but the Raiders then move, and now the A's move to Vegas. And Vegas has become a sports town, and I do appreciate what they offer. And it, my, it, the Knights mean a lot to Vegas. No, dude. no, I no, I know. But like, my problem, though, is, is I, I see this playing out where the A's – and this uh, ownership group, right? As, lo- right? as long as the ownership group stays the same, I can see the A's fans of Vegas are going to be disgruntled in 10 years' time. You're going to run into the same issues. How do you support a team who's constantly at the bottom? How do you support a team that constantly trades their good players? How do you support a team that doesn't care about their fan base, who is the lifeblood of the team, right? Like, moving locations and changing cities isn't going to change business practice it's just going to put more money in the pockets of the owner which then leads me to believe that the a's are going to run into the same problem nobody's going to care because your team constantly trades the best players constantly gets rid of their stars to be able to do what make more money for the owner. like it's just it's stupid to me and again to your point jeff the rendering of the stadium yeah awesome Looks yeah, awesome. it looks really looks cool. Awesome, awesome and and place. Vegas is a great sports town, apparently. Like, they have just flourished. Yeah. So I'm excited, but I'm also very sad for the city of Oakland. Uh, I have heard some interesting thoughts, uh, and I'd like to get your guys' perspective okay. on it, that some people are saying the reason all the teams are leaving Oakland is due to the fact that Oakland is a poorer city. And now that they've moved to Vegas, you can raise ticket prices. You can raise merchandise sales price you can you can charge more. You you can get more advertising and charge more for that, making more money. I, and and I don't. To your point, like there is a business and a political aspect to it right. all. But I don't know. Like I don't know if that's necessarily the reasoning or uh, the only reason. But yeah. that is a shitty thing to think about. Where it's like this team is leaving because well they'll we'll, we'll that, be able to get more money over here. Yeah, if if that truly is the situation, it is a sad one to see. When you think about like the historics of baseball, right? When we talk about the history of baseball and right. the game and sport and when it was really played, right? We talk about you know the ticket sales and the type of people who really went to a baseball game, and they weren't these like high end. Business leaders. No, it was just the guys was, from the city in the it was, streets. It was the workers coming off from their nine to five yeah. who wanted to go and watch their friends play a game, right? That was the real group that came in and watched and played. And so, you know, it's sad to see that that might be the case. I think that there's a lot more nuance to it, obviously, right? Um, I think that there's really some parts that, you know, Oakland, as far as, you know, somebody that they go out and play and playing in Oakland and what that entirely means for the market and everything else, right? There's obviously a part that's going to play into that. But I think that they're also looking for, you know, I think I think this is a long shot. And, you know, who knows if I'm really right on the ball on this one. But I think that uh, the A's have a um, – piece that has been kind of pushed by the media when we talk about Moneyball, right? And right. this history and the ownership group and the decision-making processes that were made prior, prior to. I think that as a franchise, as a team, they want to push away from that story and move on and become this other team. And I think part of that can be moving to a new city and really restarting 
how they look and not being in the same stadium anymore, maybe having transition of the um, leadership group or some of the heavy. No, say like a whole revamp of the yeah, franchise. You're right. I mean, like that, re, that like, can be that start. Like you can, you know, refresh, refresh the uniforms. Yeah. Refresh the logo if you want to do that. Now, I don't yeah. think they need to change the logo just because they move somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's the A's. They should be the A's. But you think Vegas might want to put a little something of their own? I do too. think. I, and and uh, the t- total side note. Uh, actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna address your point, and then I'm gonna make a total right. side point. Um, to you, Jeff, about you know starting fresh, and you, you're right. It probably is easier to just move cities, start over, get away from all of the you know Oakland history, history, and yep. all the bad parts of it. And moving a city would make it a lot easier. Um, but my total side point to you, Nick, about changing the logo and the jerseys and updating what have you. I actually am a huge fan a huge fan of when cities and teams all collectively have the same color Pittsburgh. scheme. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is a perfect example. Pittsburgh. Every perfect single team. Black and yellow, black baby. Black and gold. Yep. And I love that. I love that you can wear any color, or you can, you can wear a single color. And, and represent every, every single team. team. You can yeah. go to Pittsburgh, wear a Pirates jersey, uh, a You can wear a Penguins, Penguins jersey at a Steelers game. Ex- it's still going to make sense. Exactly. And, and it you're makes still going to get a, the same amount of love as if you know, yes, as a but if I roll up, if I roll up to a Rangers game at Madison Square Garden wearing a Mets jersey, I might get jumped because those are right. Islanders colors. Right. Yes, and you can't and wear most, it. And most nine, I would say a good majority of Rangers fans are Yankees fans. One hundred percent. It's majority is it's Yankees, Rangers, Giants, and then it'll be Jets, Mets, Islanders. Yes, that's and the most I'm, common. I'm the thing. oddball because I'm a Mets, Giants, Mets, Rangers. Yeah, and I'm a Mets, Rangers, whatever the Vikings, fuck else. Right. But, but but to your point, like I love the I love the color scheming. I I hope that the A's actually take the green. And uh, don't get me wrong, I love the green. Like the I love A, the green, athletic and yellow. green and yellow. Oh, it's beautiful. I love it. But I actually hope that they transition over into the black and white of the Raiders, and maybe sprinkle in a little yellow for the Knights. I think that'd be awesome. I think I think it's gonna I think it's gonna wind up being more of a yellow. I think the black will probably be more of an accent. And be more of a white yellow piece. It could be. I I we'll just happens, I just like cities but... that have the same color pattern because yeah. you look at teams like Philadelphia, right? Like Philadelphia has the Eagles green, green and white, and then you, and have, then you the have the Phillies, Phillies red, red and white. white, and then you have the Flyers black and orange, black and orange. <laughs> like it's right. like, and then the Sixers red, white, and blue. Yeah, yeah. Like you have to like you have to change color schemes for everything. You know, you look at Chicago. Now, granted, some of the bigger cities like New York have six different teams. Yeah, million right. different sports. You know what I mean? Right. Like so, but you look at a team like Chi- or a city like Chicago. It's like the Bears, blue, orange, blue, navy and, blue, and, and navy orange. blue, yep. and then the Reds or the Bulls. Excuse me, the Bulls, the Bulls. Thank you. Red and black and white. Red, black and white, and then the Cubbies, red, blue, white, and blue. Red, like you know, blue, what I mean? yeah. like you can't wear. I don't know. I that's not that that's important yeah, and right. completely irrelevant. But it's still but yeah. It kind of plays some little. Yeah, so in there. Um, Nick, I know you were kind of chit-chatting there for a second, but uh, your thoughts on the whole uh, A's situation and wh- what the move means and what you know what your thoughts are for the future of this franchise? Well, I mean, you you, you want to look at it as an opportunity for them to bring one bringing baseball to a, a huge tourist city. So, one, the tourism is going to bring, hopefully, so many people to back to baseball. I mean, that, that could be, especially having, in Vegas, having a brand new stadium. It's going to be, you know, state-of-the-art. I'm sure it's going to be all dappered up and made look real fancy and pretty. Um, 
you know, obviously there's that storied history with uh, the Oakland A's. I mean, they're the Oakland A's. They've been there for how long? <laughs> Since... Since they moved from... From Philly. No, actually. If I'm not mistaken, I believe the Oakland A's moved from... Don't quote me on this. I want to say Kansas City. I think it was Philly to Kansas City to Oakland. Or maybe it was Kansas City to Philly to, o- to Oakland. But I know I know Kansas City was kind of involved in that. But to your point, yes, it's been a very long time since the o- Oakland Athletics moved to Oakland. Like, they, they have been there for a very long time. Uh, I believe they moved when everybody was going out west, right? When the Dodgers went out west, when um, it was the Brooklyn Dodgers had moved, when the the New York baseball giants moved out there, right? I believe that's when the athletics also followed. Everybody went out to California to hit a new market and to make more money. But um, as you're looking it up, was it it originally Philadelphia that they moved from? Trying to figure it out. Kansas. Oh, there you Philadelphia, go. Philadelphia to Kansas, Kansas City. Kansas City yeah. for Kansas about City 12 years, yep. and then it was Oakland. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's 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 a historic franchise, of course, and it's a franchise even, that's been even, around even for many, Kansas many City, years. They kept, the, they kept the colors the same, too. Yep. Maybe they will keep the uh, the, the, the green, Kelly green, the green and yeah, the yellow. green and yellow. I don't mind it, actually. I kind of like it. We'll see. But, well, you know, uh, yeah. nonetheless, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll see, but... Um, yeah, I mean, you see, oh, the Raiders haven't really done much the Raiders since suck. they've been there. But that's again, I'm pretty sure it, they didn't sell the team. It's just same ownership group, right? They just yeah, moved they, to just moved. Vegas. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that's one of their issues was that the fans of the Raiders hate ownership because they don't know how to run a fr- franchise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll see. Um, Still uh, makes my point though. Yeah, at what point does Las Vegas then get disgruntled? Right, like at what point? That's my thing. Is like if they go there, it's gonna be like with the Vegas Golden Knights, totally different thing. By the way, phenomenal franchise. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, first first year in the league, go to the Stanley Cup Finals, lose it unfortunately, but then a few it's a hell years of a ride later, to get there. Four years later, they come back and. Do you know their GM when the their GM and ownership group mm-hmm. when the team was founded first year? Mm-hmm. Came out and said, "Within six years, we will raise the cup." This year was is, year six. Is year six. Yep. How unbelievable and, is that? And that's what. And that's what my point is. Like you look at that. So you look at Vegas Golden Knights, and you look at the Raiders. You yep. can look at them as both. Okay, they're both new to Vegas. Cool. One won a cup. Why can't the Ra- The difference is, is that the Raiders and the A's are coming here to Vegas, right, with the same team. With the same, Lord knows, same ownership. If the A's yes. don't sell, right, it's basically the same team. They're just relocating. There's not going to be that change. The difference with the Vegas Golden Knights is that it's they got thing. to build that team exactly how they wanted with all the players that were available in the right. expansion draft. So that's what your difference is. Is it, one of the biggest differences, at least that I see, is that you have Oakland. You know, you have the Oakland A's, or you have the Raiders. That moved to Vegas, and then you have the, the Golden Knights. Right. The the drasticness and the difference between that expansion right. draft versus just coming over with what we already had and still needing right. to do the rebuild process. They didn't even have to. They, the Golden Knights didn't have to go through a rebuild. They just drafted their players, made a couple trades over the last few years, and that was it. Yep. There was no real start of a shit team, and then going through Moving. a rebuild. Yeah, but back. you know They've what? Been in the playoffs, the last. 
I think every year since they've been in. Yeah, but you know what? You know what I think a huge difference is that you're missing here, right? One of the biggest things that the Golden Knights were able to accomplish is they were able to take the city by the heartstrings and just yank them in, right? Because you're building a franchise from the city for the city with the right. city, right? When you relocate a team, right, like the Oakland Raiders or the Oakland A's or, you know, pick a team that's relocated in, in the last, Montreal you know, Expos to the, Nationals. The, the Expos, you know, the Baltimore Colts, right? When you relocate a team, you as a franchise, you as an ownership group are still in the mindset of, okay, we are the A's, right? You you yeah. are this team where there was nothing I was for the say, Knights. The issue is, the is Knights that ground up like right. the team yeah. is vegas born like they right. have a vegas you're not vegas identity. born your entire fan base is, is over all there. still in oakland and now you're leaving and you're so. trying to bring them in and then what happens on top of all of that is not only do you have a disgruntled fan base back in california that is now trying to root for you miles away but now you're trying to introduce yourself to a new city with while old still being a shit while, team. No, but, but but you're still trying to hold on to some of that old tradition but how do you right. do that in a new city in a brand new place. with new traditions and like it, it's it's very tough and i think that's why the raiders are kind of struggling and i think that's why teams like the rams were struggling for now granted the rams did win a super bowl that helped yep. but you like even if you look at chargers attendance right like the la chargers are having a problem with attendance why because you are a San Diego team with all your fans in San Diego, and you have San Diego customs and traditions and culture, yep. and then you try to move to L.A. It's not the same. See, the real problem with the Oakland Raiders, or the Vegas Raiders, uh, yeah. is that man and his haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Mark Davis real quick. Can that Actually, chop I have, job? I have, I, have, uh, I have a single number for you guys. Okay. This, is, this is a big number. $39 million. Thirty-nine million. Thirty-nine million yearly tourists go to Vegas. To Vegas. That's how, wow. That's all. I feel oh, like well, that's no, not no. that much. It's not that much. And you want to you? And I know we talked I about mean, there's three hundred and fifty million people yeah, in our country alone. You think it'd be more than three? Well, so, well, I think there's million. like a hundred million that go to Orlando, right? Is that where you're going with this? It's not. Yeah, well, no, I'm going to go with that. But it <laughs> wasn't fucking Je Disney, it's, baby. Yeah, Jeff wants a Disney 70, team. Seventy-four million. Tourists per year go to Orlando. Jeff, how many? Jeff how many? How, how many tourists per year to hey, Nashville? Metro up two. Metro up I three. No nothing that, in the first. I'd be curious. Now we talked about this too before. Is Nashville is a great market? To, oh, dude, to Nashville's do that well. great. I would love to see it. Um, but yeah, so thirty-nine million is really the main point, right? Thirty-nine million is a large amount of tourists that are coming into Vegas every year. You know, if they really are doing what we're seeing them do. I think that honestly, they still have an honest to good shot at trying to get a larger group of fans come in for it, even with everything that they have going on in their ownership group and how they're performing. I, I definitely think I it. definitely think tourists play play a factor. Like when you have people come into your city and oh, there's a there's a A's game. Oh, why don't we yeah. go check out the stadium? Like I definitely it's right do off think, the strip. Yeah, I do think the first couple years you're going to get that right. You're going to get people yeah. to come in. The problem, though, you run into is after a while that touristy stuff goes away. Oh yeah, right? because I think eventually it's like, like, oh, the A's. Like, is the product good? Do people want to see the right, baseball? Right, and you have probably like four or five seasons that you're going to get with the touristy, just like the the sense of going to go. Right, not necessarily going to watch them perform 
or have you know be able to be this top level team you're going to go and watch for watching purposes right right so, just to check out the stadium right. so check think, out the the atmosphere what right. have you so i think the big thing is with that 39 million right you have five seasons let's put it at an estimate you have five seasons seasons to take that group and turn it around so that way in five seasons time when that touristy you know feel and the, the overall turnout of people at their games starts going away they have a team that really is something that the, t- the city can get behind to want to support and watch, you know, play every game that they play at home and go and really turn out for the A's because they're playing because they're the A's, not because it's something that, um, you know, just seems to be going on off the strip. Yeah, no, I, I yeah, you, you do definitely have a time frame where you have to, like, kind of capture right. your audience. But to, to you, Nick, about Nashville, uh, first off, I wanted to. I know I'm the uh, the podcast's soccer guy. Um, so first off, Messi to the MLS. Yes, awesome, awesome. By the way, uh, by the way, all of those tickets for every like every single one gone. of those oh, games are gone, gone. bro. Gone. For, okay, hear this. So me and me and the girlfriend have been going to Union games this year. Mm-hmm. I think we've gone to four this nice. year. Okay, dude. I was I was tempted to buy season tickets for next year, and the price <laughs> jumped. And I was like, ah, I should have bought them when I thought about it. Um, but We've gone to four or five union games this year. Dude, I absolutely love the MLS. I love soccer. I'm so into this sport. <laughs> St. Louis and Nashville, the two, and Cincinnati actually, are the three best atmospheres in Major League Soccer. And Nashville and St. Louis are proving over and over and over again that their cities are phenomenal sports towns. That's yep. a side note. But Messi is now in the MLS. Nobody really knows what the contract is yet. The contract yeah, no, they still is going to be absurd. Said it. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be Ronaldo level with the Ronaldo Saudi, level. He, dude, the, Saudi the Saudis the Saudis offered him 1.2 billion dollars and he turned it down to come play in the MLS. So yeah. something's there. Yeah, I don't know if they something. offered him a team deal. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's the money. We have to remember back in 2000 and 2002, 3, 4, 5, what have you, uh when David Beckham came to the MLS, they actually offered David Beckham a team deal where in when he retired and he was ready, they would sell him a team. They would sell him an MLS team for $25 million. That was that was the deal in his contract. Yeah. When he when he bought uh, Inter Miami, he bought it for $25 million because it was in his contract. That team could have sold or could have been bought for $200 million. What a steal. So – the contract's going to be something like that. Like, there's yeah, going to be think, a lot I think of like. There's more incentivizing in later term yes. it's, outcomes than it the is. The part of it, problem. and that's the thing, is people are like, God, why are they paying him so much money? Do you know how much money that dude is going to just by himself bring into that fucking team? Uh, <laughs> not just the team. No, dude, the it's whole the MLS. MLS. Dude, yeah, dude, it's the MLS. Jersey sales, merchandise, like yeah. across the board. Across the board. Every and single game that Messi is playing against another team. Every single one of these games is sold out. Not only is this, I, I looked on Ticketmaster today. And reselling today. tickets are thousands Dude, of dollars. I looked on Ticketmaster today, okay? The union tickets have been selling roughly. Now, mid-season, your tickets are always going to go up because you start to realize where your team is at, right? The right, first couple of games the end, in the right. year. I think the first few games, me and, me, and, uh, me and the girlfriend, when we went, we spent, I don't know, $30 a ticket, $40 a bad. ticket. No, it's not nice. bad. It's not bad. As we're getting into the midseason, now they're starting to sell for 60-ish because Philly, right. Philly's third in the East. They're pushing for second. You know, they're playing really well. You know, they're starting to pick up here in, in midseason form. 
However, June 24th, okay, the Philadelphia Union at home play Inter-Miami. People are thinking it could be Messi's first game. The tickets are selling on Ticketmaster right now for 200 plus. I paid $40. Oh, 200 That's Just 200 But for the nosebleeds, now granted, there's not a ton of nosebleeds, but right. where does Philly Union play, Link? No, so they, have their own they actually play in Chester. It's not actually PA. If you go right over the Commodore Barry Bridge, it's underneath the bridge, yep. literally under the bridge. Oh, so the when hell? you so when yeah. you park the um, the supports for the bridge have been painted Union colors and say Union on them. And dude, it's awesome. That's MLS, a, that's actually dude, really sick. Dude, soccer is a phenomenal atmosphere, a phenomenal sport. I'm st- uh, I am stoked that the MLS is starting to become big, but. I'm just I, I'm just excited for Messi to come to uh, the MLS again. I, I know I'm the resident soccer guy here, and hey. I just wanted to talk about it real quick because awesome news. It's excited to, to watch. Um, Speaking of soccer, too. Yes. While we're on the topic, the ha- Concaf uh, finals. No. Oh, happy retirement to Zlatan oh, Ibrahimovic. Yeah. He is officially retired from soccer. Yeah, what a dude! Uh, did you see his um, legend? Did you see his uh, uh, retirement speech? crying and then yelling at the fans and like yeah. it was awesome i didn't see the speech yeah, but that was, sounds like zlatan he was crying <laughs> and then something happened I, I don't remember exactly how uh he started like somebody was booing or something and he basically said screw off this is the best like this is the best you're gonna get like i'm the best around her like, yeah, very, yeah. very very much zlatan. His, yeah, very yeah. much him and then he's crying and the fans are crying and like people you know People don't realize how much he meant to. I mean, people realize how much he meant, but like, yeah. it, he really meant a lot, and it, it was wonderful to see him go out in such a way that was emotional. And he obviously, you know, enjoyed every moment of it, and the fans obviously enjoyed it. Like, it, it was beautiful to see. But yes, happy retirement to him, um, and I'm excited. I, I'm very excited for the MLS. But we'll, we'll backtrack to um, what we were talking about before that. Which was, baseball. I don't remember. We were talking about baseball, but I, I think we can probably transition to a little bit of NFL. We could transition to pretty much anything. Yeah, we point. can talk yeah. about whatever we want. It is 2023. You're right. We could <laughs> 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 That's right. All right, so we're going to transition to uh, my morning <laughs> hygiene routine. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so first thing I do. <laughs> so when I wake up, I uh, do nothing. I lay in bed and scroll through TikTok for two hours. <laughs> Dude, yeah, too many Either that, that or oh. Facebook Facebook shorts and we're, I'll go down the rabbit we're getting, hole. We're getting di- towards the, Come on, the NFL Beatty? season. Here we you go. Know, I'm yes. waking up and I'm I'm seeing what the reports are. I'm oh. seeing who, who we got looking like at OTAs. You gotta find those you gotta find those sleeper players for the draft this year. Uh, yes. For the final fa- so for the before so we for even get fantasy, into fantasy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before so we even get into fantasy. Because of OTAs and minicamp and mandatory camps and stuff like that. Yeah. What are we thinking about Stefan fucking Diggs? He has not showed oh. up. Oh, well, so yeah. he posted a picture yesterday. And he posted that cryptic him. little thing okay. that he does every year when he's upset. Hey, yeah, but he posted a, a picture a with Steelers him fan, and Josh Allen. As a resident Steelers fan, screw TAs. We don't need that. <laughs> Listen, first and foremost, I think Stefan Diggs is looking to come to the other side of New York. I think he wants to win, and Buffalo just won't win. No, you know what Buffalo's problem is? This is a serious thought. Buffalo's problem... They put too much reliance on Josh Allen to do everything for them. Well, you have a defensive head coach who doesn't understand how to 
use the offense correctly. And don't get me wrong, I'm no coach. Like I'm I'm not, you know, yeah. a, an NFL coach by any means. Like these these guys are wicked smart at what they do. Wicked but, smart. Wicked smart. But the year Josh Allen was the best, right? Was the year Brian Dable had him yep. for the se- the second year Brian that Dable was, had yeah, him. Yeah, that was sec- Brian Dable's year. second second year, I think. Josh Allen looked awesome. His what, Josh Allen got drafted down. what? 20 2018? 18, 17. It was either 17 or 18. Yes. It was one of the two. But my point is here, right? You see what you see what Brian Dable was able to do with Daniel Jones and the Giants last year, right? You, the year Brian Dable, the second year th- Brian Dable had Josh Allen, he looked awesome. That offense looked awesome. And if they beat Kansas City in that game, I think they contend, if not win the Super Bowl that right. year. But you got beat by Patrick Mahomes. It yeah. happens. Uh, Everybody gets beat you, by what, Patrick Mahomes. What are you going to do? And then Brian Dable moves on, and ever since he has left, i.e. last year, the offense looked awesome awful and i really do believe it's the the window is just about closed on the buffalo bills and stefan diggs who went there to win has is not now, happy yeah but the problem though is is i don't think what he's doing and the antics he's doing is helping his case oh, no not at all because people it's people see that it's other teams see that and other teams are like cool he causes issues or has drama i don't want to i don't want to have to deal with that bring that into my locker room right it's just like uh, it's just like um oh good god <sighs> give me a team brain fart uh it's just like odell beckham Oh, was, um, they said he was a locker room nut, you too. You know what? I have an inside source on this one, though. So my cousin actually worked with a assistant wide receivers coach for the Cleveland Browns uh, when Odell was there, and she actually told him, because we're huge Giants fans, mm-hmm. right? and he asked her, he was like, yeah, Odell Beckham, and she goes, honestly, nicest human I've ever met. She's See, like, he's a great locker and that's, room guy. And I've heard that he's a super, super nice yeah. dude, but I've also heard that he also has like a little bit of a crybaby, crybaby um, thing. Maybe, going. but she said he was a great locker room guy, and she said not to point fingers. This is from my cousin. Now, granted. Please tell me. Know. Please tell me this is bash on Eli Manning. No. So my cousin found. I was going to say, Eli seems so nice. No, no, no. <laughs> my cousin found through this, this girl who was an assistant coach right, right, right. of the Browns at the time. She said it wasn't the wide receiver room as much as it was the quarterback's room. And she said, I'm not <laughs> pointing. I'm not, that, yes. He said to me, quote, she said, I'm not pointing fingers, but number six. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, you could go a little bit more vague and be like, okay, I'm not going to point fingers, but he was a Heisman winner in yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> but like, so, so point is, is I've heard, you're right. I've heard through the media and what have you that Odell Beckham's a nut. But I've also heard through a source of a source that Odell Beckham's a great guy and was right. never really a problem. There's always there's always two sides to every. Yeah, you know what it is? Story. I think a lot of these guys just want to win. I think they want their legacies to be top tier. I think they want a lot of them want to be best of the best. They want to be Hall of Famers. famers. They, they want to be the best of win. all time. And Stephon Diggs went from a bad situation in Minnesota. Right? Wasn't he in Minnesota before he went to Buffalo? Was oh, Stefan Diggs. Yeah. For a second, I thought you said Odell Beckham. No, no. Like, what? No, Stefan Diggs. Yeah, Stefan Diggs. Diggs. He went, went from a bad situation well, in Minnesota. He, yeah. Well, and then not mo- bad. I mean, it he wasn't Case that bad. Keenum. 
Case no. Keenum was the one who threw him that ball that won him the game right. against the Case Minneapolis Keenum, Miracle. Case Keenum threw that ball, and then they got shellacked by the Eagles. By the Eagles, but that's because the Vikings never play against but that the Eagles. That wasn't, that wasn't the two of them. That no, no, was but a I'm larger scale issue. But no, that was Stephon Diggs being stuck in Minnesota but for yeah. years. Being stuck in Minnesota with who? Case Keenum. Case Keenum. I'm, oh, God. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. Okay, my point. Yeah. And then you go to Buffalo because you want to win, sign a deal. The first year you get to the uh, the AFC Championship game. Yep. And the, you, the year after you get to the second round and lose. Last year you scrape by the first round and lose in the second. And then this past and year. And this and and you're getting to a point where Stefan Diggs is like I was already in a bad situation left to win and every year he's been there they've gotten worse. Yep. And I re- I still remember that clip at the end of that Bills game when you see last year Stephon where he's when yelling, he's at, yelling Josh at Josh. That's don't get me wrong. I, I think the Bills are asking too much of Josh Allen, and I think that's oh, yeah, affecting him. Oh, yeah, I think so, him. too. They, don't, they put no effort, no effort in Buffalo into the run game. None. Since they have And drafted. the offensive line. <laughs> Sean McDermott has been there five years. The offensive line has gotten better none of those years. Yeah, no, has not gotten better. Um, don't get rid of the defense for Buffalo best in the league, is best in still league. best in the league. Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde out there as your safeties, nasty. And then you've got... Your linebacker core is nasty. You've got edge rushers. Like, they have everything on defense. They just will not go out and say, okay, cool. We've got Josh Allen. Yep. We've got Stefan Diggs. We've we got, could use a well, Dalvin Cook. We have Dawson Knox. We have all. Th- we have weapons on offense. Oh, let's keep running. Uh, who was the, the Bills running back last year? Who did Singletary? I yeah, Devin, say, yeah, Devin Singletary. They have a platoon of... Mid ass running backs that don't Singleton, do anything. Singleton wasn't. He had a he had a mid level season. He wasn't bad. And then they by have new means. now. That might be interesting. Hold on. A minute. I will say this though. Before you get to your point, Buffalo has had a mid level to under mid level offensive line the last few years. Yep. Give Josh Allen a. Give him a left tackle who can actually block. Give him a top ten. <laughs> To top fifteen, I'll take I'll take thirteen. Give me a thirteen ranked offensive line. Offense is automatically better. Yeah, give him a top ten offensive 100%. line. Offense is probably top in the league. Yeah, it's it's it, they don't they, they put up they put up the yardage on offense. But the problem is they don't score. Yeah. They don't score. They don't score. Well, they do. I mean, they because score. they still put up forty. Points, Josh Allen, but that's throws the problem. Five hundred yards. The but. problem is is that Josh Allen will go out and score. One drive, 40 seconds, goes down the field, throws the ball right. twice, scores, gets defense on the field. Defense is on the field for – no, they're on the field. Same thing because most – you have to think. At, a lot of Buffalo's games are high scoring. Right. A lot so of their games because they're, it's they're, so high they're paced. Just, they're, they're just on going the back field and, forth. and then coming back off. Yeah, and it's like the, the offense. The offense is just going out there and doing it, and then the defense is so good – that the offense is coming back out five minutes after yeah. they just were out there running down the field. But to go back to what you were saying is, you know, the Bills could use a Dalvin Cook. Uh-huh. Yeah. Who is currently employed by the Buffalo Bills? That is also a running back on that team. Dalvin Cook's younger brother, yeah. James Cook. Interesting. I don't think I don't think he wants to play with his speed, brother though. though. I don't think that there's nothing that's been said about saying, "Oh, I want to play with my brother." But I mean, could you imagine a one-two tandem of Dalvin and James Cook in Buffalo? It'd be a, well, yeah, but who are you running behind? Wouldn't be the first well, time yeah, two but that's, brothers they need played to go out and get it. <laughs> that's true. That's we true. The Watt, the Watt brothers. The Watts. Yep, you got the great stuff. The Watts. I don't think there's any well, other tandems. 
<laughs> even though the Watts, the, the Watts that played together, I mean, obviously TJ. TJ's, TJ's great, but yeah. then you have Derek. He's Derek. a fullback. Hey. I mean, right, right. Like, cool, Derek, you get to play together. You're Derek, not really doing anything impactful Derek, for Derek us. Derek had an okay season, but I think the fullback position kind of kind of falls under the radar. You should honestly just start get just get rid of people getting drafted as fullbacks. Just bring them <laughs> in. Just, get rid of just draft a tight end and be like, all right, buddy, you can't catch a playing fullback. Oh, I will say, I will say, Dalvin Cook is an interesting. Uh, is an interesting piece of all of this puzzle because yep. there's a lot of teams that could use a running back, but mm-hmm. nobody wants to pay. Nobody a running wants back. to pay for him because everybody's there's so many running backs that come up out of college and co- that, that you are, can get that you can get in like for, the sixth yeah. round yeah. that'll produce. I mean, Alexander Madison for the Vikings, he was a late round draft. Pacheco pick and, and was a seventh getting, rounder. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's getting replaced by. Alexander Madison. Yeah. Madison's I, younger. He's he stays healthy more. Yep. And he's just as effective as a runner, except for maybe breakaway speed. Breakaway speed and like an outside sweep run because yeah. Dalvin Cook might be one of the best outside runners I've ever seen play I, football. I do think the most interesting spot for Dalvin Cook would be Miami. Yeah. Not only do you have Tyreek Hill and Waddle. Yep. But add Cook to that, you would have so literally fast. the fastest offense. I mean, you could score in a blink of an eye. Like that would be unbelievable. Uh, and and um, what's his face? Is that Glasicki? Is that oh yeah, Mike Glasicki? Yeah, the tight end. Yep. I, I mean, that offense would be unbelievable if yeah. Dalvin goes there. Obviously, and their defense is still good too in Miami. Yeah, it would be it would be interesting to see. Obviously, you would need uh, Tua to stay healthy and what have you. But, Tua to right. stay healthy, but also Tua to stay consistent. Throughout the season. Yep. When Tua played he was, last year. He was year, accurate, but in terms of his yardage and his touchdowns per game, they would fluctuate back Maybe, but when Tua played last year, especially early before the concussions and the issues. Oh, God, yeah, he was on fire. Th- that team was unbelievable. Yeah. And, and I think. Trust me, I know. I'll shout out. I'll shout out. I don't know if he's ever going to listen to this, but when I was in Florida, I worked at a car dealership. One of my finance managers, Tyreek, his nickname is Juice. Great guy. Awesome dude. He was a high school athlete. Absolute just he's just a athlete. Goes out, plays basketball, football, everything. Dude's just solid. Solid. Biggest fucking Miami sports fan right. on the planet. So makes sense. You started last year when he's in my fantasy football league with us. And Miami's off to a hot start. His team name was No. <laughs> I think his team name was uh No Drafts, just dubs and tutties. That's that was his team name, and he ended up. Stupid. I played. I lost to him in, in the, the in the final. Nice. <laughs> oh boy. So like, but he's the biggest Miami fan. The Heat. I mean, with what they just did, I'm I couldn't have imagined what it was like being in that building when they lost. I'm sure he was in a horrible mood. Um, uh, maybe. Uh, listen, that's but, a whole. Not- we'll we'll get to that. Yeah, we'll get to that. But yeah, I mean, it's Miami's just. They got a great fan base down there. They got a good football team. If two is able to stay healthy and not I have do, those and issues, I think dude, Dalvin Cook to Miami is that makes sense. Super interesting, and it makes I mean, sense. unless he's gonna go, unless he's gonna go to a contender, right? Like you look at you look at the top teams that could use a running back. Okay, Kansas City, maybe mm, they still have Clyde Edwards-Helaire, though. Fair, well, but not, they but, could get him. They could get him for cheap too. I think Kansas City can swindle him to take less money. Not yeah. that they need a running back, but you know it'd be helpful. Um, y- your other contenders, maybe the the Jets. 
could use a running back. Mm, but even you know, still, Brees but, Hall's yeah, coming but back. Yeah, coming off an injury. True. You know, you have Cook there. <laughs> but then even still, are you really going to trust Dalvin Cook to come in and no, run but, for you? But, but I'm, I'm looking at, like, to th- replace Philly, a guy who's on injury. Philly, maybe, even well, though they kind of have the— I was going to say, they just got DeAndre Swift. They just went out and traded for DeAndre yeah, Swift. Yeah, but you're kind of doing a by committee there, right? Because uh, Rashad Penny never stays well, healthy. Well, no, but they still have, they have DeAndre Swift, but they still have Boston Scott. Boston Scott was only th- plays well against the Giants. That's Boston, not true. Boston, Boston Scott's numbers are Boston Scott's numbers are average at best. Boston Scott the is the next is the next reincarnation. Of I Darren have Sproles. nightmares as a Giants fan of Boston Scott <laughs> because of probably because tutties. of Darren Sproles he, too. He, oh well, Sproles. Too. Boston Scott scores two tutties against the Giants every game. He's due they play him twice a year, and he scores four touchdowns <laughs> all, every year. It's four touchdowns, and all four of them came against the Giants. Like yeah. I have nightmares of Boston Scott. Tyler, um, Tyler McGill looks so, good like, tonight. But, but, I mean, if you go through teams that, like, really need a running back, there, there's not many that are contending-type teams, right? Like, Philly doesn't really need a running back necessarily. I mean, they could use one, but San Francisco what's, definitely doesn't need one. What's Dallas doing with Zeke and Zeke's Pollard? out. Is Zeke Zeke's out? out? Zeke's out, but I've heard— Pollard's—he's nice. Yeah, but Pollard just—I I have heard people— are kind of chit-chatting Pollard about my number one scoring running back for fantasy last year. Well, people are chit-chatting about Cook to Dallas, which is going to be my next point because Pollard is now going to be the guy, mm-hmm. and of course because he looked awesome last year. But he broke his leg in the playoff game. It's right. only been five months, four or five months. When you come back, nobody really you're knows still not exactly you're at what it is. One hundred percent. You bring in a Dalvin Cook who can take some carries away, maybe allows Pollard to kind of get into his back into his own. Yeah. I. Again, you have to pay for it though. Like Dalvin Cook's not cheap. You know who's? You know who would be? Uh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> Pittsburgh. I, you know what? I, I we got we got right now we got Harris who's sitting as his, in his third uh, year. No, never mind. I think I think Pittsburgh's Ed an Warren, interesting argument. Who's in his second year? You give Kenny Pickett somebody to hand the ball off to. The, uh, although, yeah, Najee is a pretty good running Najee back. Najee Harris is great, but it's again it's the whole commentary There's, of. Keeping them There's healthy. There's a huge one that we're forgetting that needs a running back. Denver. Oh. Because they lost. That could be interesting. Because they lost uh, what's-his-face last year. I'm pretty sure he tore his ACL. Um, uh, that, the guy that – who's that? Could be, that could be interesting. Who's, Sean Payton. Who's you, the you have Jerry back? Judy out there. You have Dalvin Cook in the backfield. Maybe helps Russell Wilson kind of get back into his normal self. I th- that's not a bad argument. That's not. That's really not. You think? Um, no, I was gonna say. I'm trying to run through teams now. You, you, the Chargers won't pay Eckler, so that's not gonna happen. Javante Williams. Javante Williams. Yes, okay, that was supposed to be like their dude who they drafted was supposed to be awesome. I took him. I think second or third round. No. I was going to take him, I think, third or fourth round yeah. last year, and then one of my other guys took him and tried to trade him to me, and I told him no because he wanted too much, and then he tore his ACL yeah, like a week he later. Had, when he had it, he had only for, what was that, probably... I think it was the first couple weeks of the season. I think he probably had three or four games. He had 204 yards running, 47 attempts. You think, no touchdowns. You think Seattle could be a spot Dalvin Cook could land? Well, I was, I was just looking this up. In terms of who needs... Who's got the money, too? That's the well, thing. the money's a factor because Dalvin Cook's not coming cheap, and there's a lot of people, like we've talked about, and being a Giants fan, I know the fact that teams are not paying running backs, right? Like, the right. Giants aren't paying Saquon. Uh, the Chargers aren't paying Eckler. Uh, obviously, Zeke is gone from Dallas. Like, 
there's a lot of teams that will not pay running backs. Uh, you know, people who are in contract years are going to get screwed next year, i.e. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts and uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yep. He's in a contract year, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Like, there's a lot of running backs that are not getting paid right now. So Dalvin Cook is an interesting piece of this puzzle because of the fact that there's a lot of teams that could use him. There's the a Ram- lot of teams that are not going to pay for him. The Rams, yes. They have. They need everything, though. The Rams, the Rams need, need a help. lot. They need offensive line because they lost their offensive line the year they won the Super Bowl because it was all, like, veteran guys. Right. So they lost and a lot of their guys And what's his name? Retired, right? Is the, right as the um, season ended. Uh, uh, Whitworth. I, Whitworth. Yeah, Whitworth retired at the end of the season. Um, obviously, they don't have OBJ oh. anymore. Cooper Cup got hurt last year. He restructured his contract, actually. Who did? Cooper Cup. Did he? Yeah, he restructured his contract so they could uh, help move pieces. Here's a hot take. I think at the trade deadline, if if they're not if contending, LA is if, not contending, I think Cooper I Cup's a trade piece. Yep, absolutely. Because I think, I that's think Cooper Cup best, is a arguably best receiver in the league, best slot receiver. I I don't. Eh. Is he an outside guy? I think he moves. He moves around. Maybe. I don't think he necessarily just sits in the slot. Because I'm sure you can look up. I'm sure you can look up I'm outside. Sure you can, yeah, but he, he, yeah, I'm sure you can. But my find point plenty. is, is hot take by if they're not contending at the trade deadline, I think cups a piece on the on I'd, the market. I buy it. So, I buy that. You know who we also didn't mention? I think who uh, Dalvin could go to, who's in need of a running back as of this week. Of this week, who got hurt this week? I don't know. I, the I didn't Atlanta hear Atlanta Falcons. Who did they lose? Avery Williams torn ACL was placed on injury reserve. Is that their is that their number one guy? I think that was. Well, no, I think Bijan is now. Bijan is now. Bijan Robinson. <laughs> oh, imagine that backfield. Bijan Robinson. That actually, kind of would be and Dalvin Bijan Cook. and Dalvin. <laughs> I mean, it, it gives uh, it gives Ritter a little bit of help. That way, you can really see if Ritter's the guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's not a that's not a bad idea. Again, you run into the issue of can they pay? Will they pay? Here is something interesting, yeah. though. Here's another hot take for you. I, I'm sorry. Every time I every time I turn to Nick, I slap him and point him before I say something. Um, here's a hot take for you, and I, I'm I'm putting this one on the record books right now. I think the Carolina Panthers are going to win the division. And if, hold on, that's what? NFC the S- NFC South. So I think Panthers, Bucks, Saints, and who am I forgetting? No, Panthers, Bucks, Bucks Saints. Saints. Falcons. Falcons. I think Carolina wins the division. Frank Reich, uh, good coach. Atlanta Who's Tampa. the best coach in that division? Frank Reich. Is, what's his face still the coach of the Bucks? Todd Bowles. Oh, Todd Bowles is the coach of the, oh. Bruce, uh, Bruce, uh. Bruce Arians. He retired after winning. Oh, Nets, baby. So. I think I think Carolina wins the division. Made great moves this offseason. I can I can honestly as I long can, as Bryce Young it. doesn't have the rookie, rookie hiccups. Yeah, I think they can win the division. I, how many How many games do you think is going to win that division? Nine, eight, probably nine or eight, nine. Eight, eight, nine I would or say, ten at the absolute most. I would say nine is the over under to win that division. Now, yeah, honestly, probably. Now, Derek Carr in in New Orleans does make me think that. New Orleans could probably pull away, and and you know they they're always good defensively. Well, what's their season looking like? Let's, let's I think the schedule. I think the schedule for the NFC South is like the easiest this year. I I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the NFC South will play the NFC East. So all of them will play the Giants, uh, the Eagles, the Cowboys, and the the Commanders. 
And I believe they play the NFC, I want to say North. Falcons, Falcons and Saints are the bottom, are the very bottom. Okay. Of Pan- teams they play. Yeah. So, no, this is strength of schedule. No, no, I know. But I'm, 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 first I'm trying to think weeks. of teams they play. Right. First five weeks of the season. For the Panthers. For, no, no, for the Saints. Oh, go ahead. Okay. For Carr. Titans, Panthers, Packers, Bucks, Patriots. That's maybe see, maybe a four second. and one record. It's probably a four and one start. I, I give it a three and okay. two start. Okay, so, so here three you go. Three and two. So yeah. here you go. So the NFC South, right? Mm-hmm. The NFC South is playing the AFC South. So they're playing oh, the Titans. Gross. The Titans, the, the Texans. The Titans, the Titans, the Texans, the Jags, and uh, the Colts. The I Colts, the yeah, AFC the Colts, South. yep. Which doesn't make any sense to me. They're also playing the NFC North. So, so they're going to play Vikings, Packers, the Vikings, Bears, Pack, Bears-Lions. And then they play the other division. The other division. So the Saints play the Giants this year. I know that because the girlfriend's a Saints fan. I'm a Giants fan. We're actually debating on if we want to go to New Orleans for the game. Um, they're also going to play the Rams. They're going to play oh, – this, this is the Falcons schedule. but yeah. Or no, this is the Saints schedule. Excuse Saints me. Schedule. So they're going to play um, – the Pats, because their one game is the AFC East, East. and they're also going to play. Where is the other game? Da-da-da. Oh, the Chargers. Yep. So, yeah. So, what's going to happen here is the Panthers are going to win the division. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Well, Hot here, take. Let me, let me look and see. Falcons, Saints, Panthers. Bucks. I also think the Cleveland Browns are going to be a lot better than people are giving them credit for. They're still not going to win that division. Maybe not. No. But between between the Bengals, between the Bengals and hopefully the Steelers, they should the Browns should not win that. Division. Hear me out. I think in the AFC, if there's a division that gets three wild card team or three teams oh, in the what playoffs, a joke. <laughs> I don't know. I what just looked at. I just looked at the first five games that four for Carolina. Go ahead. What do you got? Falcons. Win. Saints could be a win. Seahawks, yeah. hard game. Vikings, harder game, and the easy win against the Lions. Oh, uh, I don't, easy uh, against the Lions has not been a word I, that I you think, speak in the last year and a half, I sir. I think I think that they the Lions play great I know, football last I think, year. Uh, I think Carolina will win that. Not hot take. Everybody will agree with me. Dan Campbell. One of my favorite coaches in the oh, league. Oh, I, I agree. Now I love his oh, biting oh, kneecaps. That. That's and hilarious. Going back to what you were saying a little bit ago, backtracking a little bit, what you were saying with um, Josh Allen and Sorry. Brian Dable having like the reins on Josh Allen for that those two years where he started to come into his own. Yes, it's almost the same thing. Ready? Here's another comparison. Yeah. With Kevin O'Connell, the coach and of Kirk the Cousins. Vikings. No. Oh. Kevin O'Connell doing what he did when he was the Rams offensive coordinator when Cooper Cup blew up, then coming to Minnesota and having Justin Jefferson oh, under him. Right. Interesting. That okay. is a huge thing, and that is one of my things is why I think the Vikings hired him is because he was so key in the development of Cooper Cup as a number one wide receiver in Los Angeles that they brought him in to specifically be like, okay, he's an offensive-minded coach after having... Um, having a great offensive threat. After having the the Vikings' last coach, the d- defensive-minded coach, who I'm forgetting. Zimmerman. Mike Zimmer. Zimmer. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Mike thank Zimmer. Thank you, but it, hey, you gave me the answer. Um, 
going from that defensive coach now to building an offense that actually has weapons and bringing right. in an offensive coach who's already shown the success in building that rookie wide receiver. Right. And now Justin Jefferson is awesome. Number one. Granted, in, he was already awesome. Number yeah. one wide receiver in football. I mean, it's him, Cup, D-Hop. No. No. Him. There's like 10. I don't want to say 10, but there's a lot of receivers I would take over D-Hop. Okay. Him. I would take Metcalf over D-Hop. I'm not taking Metcalf over what? D-Hop. Stop it. Metcalf drops too many balls. Younger, faster, stronger. I don't care. I take I think, reliability think, over yeah, but, dropping a ball. But the, D-Hop no. hasn't dropped more than five balls in but, like the last six years. I'm, right, taking, you gotta, I'm, taking, you I'm taking Metcalf over D-Hop. But you got to also think about who's who's throwing those passes, right? Right. It's not always about who's going for the catch is at fault for dropping a ball. A side note, can we can we petition the NFL for incompletions? If it hits the receiver's hand, it's not an incompletion. Or if it bounces off a receiver's hands and becomes an interception, it's not an interception. I hate that stat where you the the no, the, I, the quarterback I, will throw a perfect pass, the guy does not catch it. It goes into the receiver's or the defender's hand, and it's considered an interception on the quarterback. I hate that. I mean, what what, what are you going to do? Add an interception stat to a wide receiver? Yes, I would do it like soccer does with an own goal. Nobody or like gets, a tur- like a self turnover type. I thing. Yes, I wouldn't say it's an like interception. an own like an own goal uh, right? would, in soccer. Where it's I like would, you scoring your own goalie. I would call it a wide receiver turnover, where it's like you were the reason the ball was turned over, not the quarterback. Because the quarterback gets crapped on that. But then, it's like, then oh, you had 15 interceptions. Yeah, but, it's like, yeah, but half of them weren't even. But mm. that's, that's what you, you know, we, we're borderline calling that a fumble at that point, though, right? Like, yeah, I guess that's fair. So so I think that, you know, it's one of those things. I wouldn't necessarily say um, that the stats should be. Nope. I let's think just, the stats could be changed. <laughs> let's just, let's right just nix that idea. <laughs> no, no, no. I think I the, stats, the stats hey. could change, but ultimately when it comes down to. It's still going to affect calling, the game the same way. Like, yeah, yeah. Play calling and it actually dealing with it in the actual game. Keep it the same. Fair. But, but statistically wise, if you want to put it on the piece of the paper little, differently. The little hamster Whatever. wheel in my head started rolling, and then the hamster started running too fast and spinning around it. <laughs> and then, that's where I. That's and where then that you idea got. And then from. the hamster got flung uh, out yeah, of the wheel. Yeah, that's where that idea came from. All right, so T- Jeff. Uh, so I'm looking at this schedule. Right, this is Carolina's schedule. This yep. is my hot take. They're going to win the division. So the first five, the first gonna, six I, weeks. I'm going to keep a tally on my hands. Okay, so the first six weeks, right? You have the games that Jeff had pointed out. You have the yep. Falcons. I think that could be a win. That should be a win. You have the Saints. I think that could be a win. I don't know. Uh, it's a divisional game. Let's say it you is split. a divisional. Let's say you split. But so, I'll, I'll give them the win. Okay, you go to uh, you go to Seattle. I think that's a loss. Yeah, you loss. play the Vikings at home. Tough game. Loss. Probably a loss. You go to Detroit. Probably a loss. Loss. Yeah. Okay. You go to Miami. Depend depends on to his health, but probably a loss. Okay, bye week. So what are you at? Two and four. Two and okay. four after you can hang seven on. Weeks. If you can hang on to two and four, your next couple are Houston. Win. Indianapolis. Four and four. Chicago. That's a win, I think. Mm, it depends. Justin a, Fields is like Justin Fields. It's, it's come on. Be, it, it could go they're saying way. he looks Wait, really good. Where's the That's Bears? great. They've is been saying it, that for three years. Is it at Chicago? It's it is in Chicago. Yeah, no, I'm taking the Bears. I'm taking the Bears. Uh, so I'll what's that? Carolina four and five. Win. Okay, yeah. Dallas probably lost. Tennessee win. Bucks win. Saints probably a, could, you could be. win. Falcons win. win. What are we at now? I think that's seven and five. Yeah, seven five. Okay. How many weeks are you at? I'm at fifteen. So no, that would be eight and five. Eight and five. Okay, Packers could be a win. 
Maybe. It depends how Jordan Love looks. Jacksonville, probably a loss. Maybe. We'll see. Jacksonville's hit or miss. And Depends then, with Trevor and Lawrence. And then the Bucks again. Probably a win. You can, there's nine there's, wins on there's, the schedule. Yeah, there's there's nine so wins nine. on that schedule. Especially after the bye. If they can hang on for the first six weeks, after the bye, you, you can really win a lot of these games. I think the only thing that really is indicative here is if Carr has a good season and smacks the heck out of them, then there's those two wins that you counted Fair. taken back. Right? So now you're looking at – Well, I'm not, looking at – so I always look at it – granted – as a Giants fan, I always say this with a grain of salt. I always take it as divisional games are going to split. The Giants can't beat the Cowboys or the Eagles, so it doesn't really matter. But, <laughs> but I always look at the division as a split. Normally, you're going to split the division, right? You're going right. to the home and home. You're going to win one of two. So if you split the division, right? Right. That's six games. You're three and three. Everything after three and three, you have to figure out. I think they can find six wins on that schedule. Yeah, they definitely can. Nick. Did you see? Uh, did you see when you have your um, your bye week this year for the Vikings? Oh, you guys got a late bye, don't you? Do we? We week, probably got week, week 12. thirteen. Week, week 13? thirteen. Jesus. Yeah, that's all right. That just means more football 12, for me to watch. 12, 12 weeks of games. Those first five are not fucking lit. Well, <laughs> the Vikings. The Vikings. Got, wait, hold wait. on. Don't tell me. Don't tell me because I have it right here. The Vikings. The Vikings have the middle middle of the pack. Yup. Um, strength in schedule. terms of strength of schedule, they're they're at eighteen. I think is Giants, Eagles, and Cowboys are top in hold the on. top five. Well, so here here's the thing. Week one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Week one, they're home. Preseason, week one is preseason, a home game. preseason. September tenth. Yeah, yes. home against the Bucks. That should be a win. Then an away game uh, against the Eagles. Loss, dude. Yep. I, why do the Vikings always home go against, to Philadelphia? Home against the. V- Chargers. Chargers. That I think we should win. You're yeah. home. You should beat we them. We should. That's two wins. Justin Herbert could Vikings, put up five thousand yards yeah. in a game, though. Yeah. We'll, at yeah, Carolina. We'll at Carolina, win. Chiefs are gonna whoop our ass. Vikings will beat the Bears. Niners. Uh, Vikings. I'm not sure about. Their don't even give me that. No, their games so. are close. When the Niners played the Vikings in I the think, playoffs I a few if, years if ago, the, the Niners are taking the L that week. You have to take the L. If the Niners have any good quarterback play, you lose. Any McCaffrey. Good uh, yeah, Debo, true. Kittle, right. doesn't matter. All right, so I'm looking at one, one and oh, one and one, two and one, three and one, three and two, four, four and two, two, four and three, five and three. The Packers ain't shit now. <laughs> Ten seconds ago, it, was, it depends on how Jordan Love plays. Now it's like fuck the well, Packers. No, the, Vi- oh. the Vikings have no, been the it's, Packers' it's daddies it's, the last couple. Yeah, of years. you're right. You're it's right, not, right. It's not it's, even with Aaron Rodgers. Um, so you beat the Falcons. On. So what am I at? Falcons. One, six and six and three. Six and three. Seven and three. Eight and three. Nine and three. I don't know. The Broncos. No, the Bronc- might be better. Russell at, Wilson. No, no, but fucking you're, sucks. You're at Denver though. You're at Denver. That's a tough one. Okay, so anytime you're at Denver, it's the right, altitude. Yeah. It's, so you're okay. In so let's call it. What was it? Eight four. Eight and four. You beat Bears, the Bears. Nine and four, nine and ten and four. For what? Probably Bears? lose to the Bengals. Ten and five. Ten and five. And Lo- the Lions are my toss-ups. The Lions are my toss-ups. Twelve and twelve and five. Twelve and, and five. Thirteen. I. Mm, you we can usually beat the Packers twice. We can probably beat them now twice. We usually we would split them the past couple years, but yep. thirteen and what was it? Twelve and five. No, we're, well, we we're fucked all, up our count. My point though is, my is, point is, you could probably Vikings, find twelve wins in that. Yes, schedule. the Vikings, the Vikings should have no reason to lose that division. 
next year. I don't know. The Lions. The Lions are good, but I don't think the Lions have 12 wins in them this year. Let's look at the you're Lions. Playing the same, you're playing the same schedule, basically. Uh, you play the same. So you're you're both playing the NFC South. Let's see. Let's see the Lions. You're both though. playing the AFC West. Yep. And then the 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 splits. The, so the splits Lions are, are the get, difference. The Lions are going to get the second place team. No. The Lions play the Cowboys. Okay, you play the Eagles. You both share yeah. a loss there. You don't play me this year. You don't play the Steelers this year. Lions also. Panthers, Packers, Bucks, Ravens. The lose of the Ravens. That's in Baltimore. That's in Baltimore. That's in Baltimore. Where's the other one? What's the other one? Scroll down. Scroll down. Uh, Broncos? No, because no. you play the AFC yeah. West. Scroll up. Yeah, you don't play the Detroit this year. Seattle. They, <coughs> they play Seattle, yeah. not be the tight, Niners. That'll be a tight game. Yeah, but yeah. I, I think that's a more – I think that's a better schedule. You play the Eagles instead of Dallas. I don't know, because look. And you, you, play, you play the Niners instead of Seattle. I think this I is, think those are two wins. This is a loss. Yeah, but you're going to lose to the Chiefs. Yeah, but if they're also losing to the Chiefs, then right. that helps us as well. But they also play – The Cowboys. I think the we're, Cowboys we're gonna are beat better. The, we're going to beat the Cowboys. Uh, you don't play the Cowboys. Oh, we don't? No. Oh, well then, that's, no. But my but point is, is you oh, play, play the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah. So what I'm saying to you is, is the, the, trade-off. the one trade-off game is Seattle and San Francisco. I think you guys lose to San Francisco. They can beat Seattle. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. Uh, this division it might come out. It lose. might come out. Well, it might really just come down to... The two games between you. It's going to come down to interdivision games. Yeah, yes. division record. How, how badly can you beat up on the Bears? Is basically what it's going to come down we, to. We, right. Well, I know the Vikings can beat up on the Bears because they have no fucking defense. The Bears just suck. The Bears are bad. <laughs> All right, so the since, Bears. Since we're here, why don't we um why don't we do way too early like predictions on like division winners, right? So like, I, I mean, I can. I mean, I, I can. Uh, we're kind of already here. I mean, yeah, I, I can shoot down the list. I mean, right. So okay, let's start with the let, NFC East. NFC East. I'm taking the Eagles. Okay, hot take. Uh, I'm taking. I'm taking the Eagles. Hot take. I'm taking the Giants. Okay, I mean, that, and that could be your own. Thing. That can that's be your own bias, no, no, so though. It is. It yeah. is biased. But hear me out. No team has won back-to-back NFC East titles in like 20 years. So already the Eagles have uh, against them, right? Because no team has won it back-to-back. I think. I think it's going to come down to the Eagles and the Cowboys. And yeah, I think. I, I don't think the Giants think the are in the mix there. I think the Cowboys are, are actually a lot better than people are giving them credit for. And I think the Eagles have taken a step back with right. a lot of the players they have lost. However, I do think the Giants have gotten better and they'll the be Eagles more competitive. The Eagles just draft really well, though. Yeah, I guess that's true. Their Eagles draft was. Really, I'm gonna. Really good. I'm gonna say the yeah. Cowboys, but my heart of hearts says the Giants are going to win the division. Okay. And let's do NFC South. South. I already picked the Panthers. Honestly, it is such a weak division, and now that Brady's out of Tampa, yeah, I, I'm gonna I, say I'm gonna still say should. the Saints. Okay, but that's who's a, that's who's argument? You said Derek Carr is quarterbacking the Derek Saints. Derek Carr, I, I think Derek Carr is the best quarterback in that division, depending on how Bryce yes, Young plays. Yes, depending, yeah, because yeah, we can't judge Bryce Young yet. Obviously, I think Derek Carr is the best quarterback in right the division season, season with an asterisk. Yes, because Bryce Young could come on the scene hot and as ever blow and blow up. Yeah, yep. so he's taking the Saints. I'm saying Carolina. I would put money on it today that they win the division. I'll take Carolina only because they brought in Adam Thielen, and I'm still pissed the Vikings I didn't re-sign him. I loved that signing, yeah. by the way. I hated that they didn't bring him back on like Thielen, a Thielen, Miles Sanders. Deal. He's a Minnesota kid. He grew up a Vikings fan. Like I, I, he when he retires, he should retire a Viking. He probably will. He he hopefully will. Okay, uh, NFC West. West. I'm taking Niners. 
I'm going to take the Niners, but I'm I'm going to say Seattle's going to push them. I think Seattle is going to be like a game or two behind them. Yes. It's gonna I be... think Seattle pushes them to the end well, of we'll the season. Well, we'll see how Geno plays as well. But Geno played well. He played well last year. So but wait, so you're taking... you know, as a Giants fan, Geno is not a number one right. starting quarterback. <laughs> Whatever the hell he was on last year, I don't know if he was juicing or if he I... was snorting something wait. before those games. But Geno and myself as a West Virginia fan. And my mom, who is a Jets fan, Geno Smith is not the answer. In you know what? You know what I think is the answer, though. I think Pete Carroll's. Uh, I think Pete Carroll is such an underrated. I still think Pete Carroll's a great well, coach. I know he is. I think he's an underrated coach. He yeah. got so much out of Pete Carroll. He he got so much out of Russell Wilson. I think he understands how to get the best of his players. And I think Geno's going to play well. And I think that Seattle's going to push. San Geno's Francisco. very much a system quarterback. Oh, one hundred percent. Well, go ahead. I was going to say, you got to look at last season. So we'll take a little bit of last season to look at how that division played out, right? San Francisco, 6-0. and In the, the division. Di- in the division. S- er, Seattle in- did push them, though, in a couple of those games. Yes, and it was a 4-2 and two for Seattle. So, if anything, I think Seattle has an opportunity. But I'm going to still safely go with the safe bet of the 49ers. Yeah, I, I, I think the, the, the 49ers- Niners on paper are too good to not yes. pick yeah. them to win. Here's, here's the thing. Those two losses in the division from Seattle, if I'm not mistaken, are both from San Francisco. Yeah, and if I San Francisco, if Seattle beats San Francisco one Once. time, yeah. it, it, it changes it the conversation. Closer, yeah, yeah I, I think Seattle pushed them. I don't know if the Rams come back better than ever and and play that well. No. I, granted, last year they had a lot of injuries and they played really under par. But I don't know if if Matt Stafford coming back really makes that much right. of a difference at 37 or however old he is. Yeah, and it depends how he plays, too. And if he stays healthy. I was going to say, you look at him the Super Bowl season, he was awesome. Right. But then you look right. at him last year, couldn't stay healthy. Right. And he was I, also mediocre when he did play. Yeah, so I, I don't know if the Rams – and the Cardinals are just crapshoot. Like, they're, they're an absolute Kyler mess. Kyler Murray needs to figure out his shit. Yeah, so stay off of I Call think of Duty, San Francisco's kid. the easiest win. All right, now to the – oh, no, the NFC North. North. I'm sorry. North. I'm, um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the Vikings, take the and Vikings. I think, but I think it'll be close with Detroit. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna take Detroit on that one. Yeah, I think they so, have an opportunity. So I am going to take Minnesota with Detroit. I, I think. See, the the schedulers this year were actually kind of smart in the fact that they made the Lions Vikings games the last two of three games. And I think that was smart because I think at the end of the year, those two games are going to matter so much. So I really think it comes down to those last couple of weeks, and that's going to make the difference. Uh, and that's going to uh, obviously be who ends up winning the division. My holdups with picking Minnesota this year, though, last year Minnesota was 11-1 and one in one-score games. The only, yep. the only game they lost as a one-score game, I believe, was the Giants-Vikings playoff game. It was. Right. There's no way that happens again. That, so, that playoff game was great crazy. for me. Sad uh, for well, you. Sorry. Yeah, but it was an outstanding game. Oh no, it was yeah. phenomenal to watch for both teams. Yeah, it was. That was that. Actually, the first time they played was outstanding. Yeah, too. but racing. that game, that game that they played, that that uh, playoff game, yeah. that is the in my mind the quintessential. Like, if you had to say, go to somebody who's never known what football is. Or be like, oh well, what's what's it all about? Like, show Watch me, show game. me something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, fucking there. Yeah, that is fundamentals, coaching, plays, actual like, um, what's the 
what's the word I'm looking for? The actual execution? Yes, yes. Like, everything in that game was just awesome. Football. And for what it's worth, whichever team won that game was getting shellacked in Philadelphia. <laughs> you and I both know. You damn right. You and I both know that 38-7 that to 7 or whatever the final was. 38-7 to right. 7 was you, the score of the Eagles-Giants. Eagles, no. Oh, yeah. It was yeah, the well, same. It was the same score whoever, that they beat yeah. the Vikings Whoever was by. getting into that game <laughs> was getting shellacked. Yes. But to the, your, the Eagles were to just so good. all of this, I say I, I'm taking the Vikings, but I don't know. They can't play that many one-score games this year. They have to blow a couple teams out, and they have to win by 10, you know, 10, 14, 21 points, 17 points. Right. But I'm going to take the Vikings. But that's – Tough division. Yeah, tough division. All right. AFC. The AFC, right? You want to go with West first? We'll start with the West. The okay. AFC West. Um, who do you have, Jeff? Well, it's easy. It's KC. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if we're talking about the West and the AFC, it's going to be KC all day right now. They have not changed one bit. Oh, uh, yes. It's Kansas City. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're all in agreement here. Um, I think if there's a sleeper team in this division, it's going to be the Chargers. I think Kellen Moore is a phenomenal coach. And I think the Chargers' offense is going to be high-flying and high-scoring. They were 10-7 team last year. Yeah. The two problems you're going to run into with the Chargers, A, can the defense hold up? Yep. B, can the Chargers not charger? That's one of their biggest problems is they get in their the, own way. and the, they, they, the, the, Chargers, the Chargers are the Mets of the NFL. The, yes. <laughs> the Chargers find a way to charge. LOL Chargers, LOL Mets. Yeah, That's it. So, I think those are going to be two things. I, I am interested to see how Sean Payton, Russell Wilson, and the Denver Broncos turn out. Yep. I don't know if they will contend for the division. I do think they can contend for a wild card spot. Yep. And I do think, um, I do think they will fight towards the end. Uh, but I, I think the division comes down to Kansas City and then everybody else. Yep. The Chargers will probably be a closer second than the other two, but, God, it's Kansas City. I mean, they never lose. Uh, your division, Jeff, the AFC North. Oh, we're going to jump to the North first? Okay. Um, I, I like Be you, a homer. Yeah. Do it. Well, but I, it's, not, it's not for the fact that it's a homer thing. They had an incredible draft. They did this season. Mike Tomlin uh, never loses. Never loses, right? We went nine and eight last year. We had a winning season. Continues Again. to push for the two more season. years. By the way, two more years for the record. Yeah, I think they're at nineteen. Oh, he'll get it. Records twenty one. That record. That's, records that's a guarantee. Records. 20. You better knock on wood, Jeffrey. I think. I think nah. records twenty and they're currently at nineteen, or records twenty one and they're currently at. 20 or whatever. But so they're one two. away from tying it two years from breaking. Yes, yes. I believe they're two yes. from breaking, one from tying. So Mike Tomlin, phenomenal coach, but go ahead, finish your yeah, thoughts. So I think that they have a really great opportunity, but I also am not going to ignore the fact that the Bengals are awesome. had an incredible season last year and are going to have another great productive season this year. I just think that the Steelers made some really incredible decisions for the pickups and are going to continue to look to see if they can find other pickups in the rest of this beginning preseason for anybody else who winds up getting dropped, trying to find those you know different players that they can take advantage of to uh, put in their offense because that's what they really need it. That defense was incredible last season. I think they really just need to find some better offensive linemen and some more weapons for Kenny because I think Kenny – Really started to come in and started getting hot at the end of last season. Candy two gloves. Yeah, he looks he looks good. And that's such an Pickens interesting story Pickett. if you ever see about why he plays with gloves. I feel it's, like it's, it might be similar to Teddy Bridgewater because they called him Teddy Two Gloves because he always wore 
two it's gloves very when he weird. played quarterback. So, so he wore it. So I was listening to this story the other day. He wore two gloves. He started playing with two gloves uh, in college because of poor weather conditions. And well, where did he played in Pittsburgh? I was going to say he played at Pitt. He played at Pitt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this it's is the poor weather thing. in Pitt. Wait, wait. He's a South Jersey boy. That I didn't know. Yeah, he's he's from Jersey, but he's so iconic because he played he played at Pitt in college that everybody's like he's a hometown boy, right. even though he's not originally from Pittsburgh. Where's he from in Jersey? I have to look. I think it's North Jersey. It's not oh, actually okay, South gotcha. Jersey. Um, well, I want to say North, North Jersey's irrelevant. I want to anyway. say Bergen County, yeah, but I'm not on no, no, I think it's that. I think it's up by um, Asbury Park. I think he's up by Asbury Park. That area was originally Listen. where he came from. I don't care about North Jersey because no. they call pork roll Taylor ham, okay. so they can eat. We're not going to get into the semantics <laughs> of it, but wait. Side note to the Taylor ham: I was out in Texas, and I had mentioned oh it to somebody. Tell like, me, hear me out. I was out in Texas, and I'm talking to guys. This is when I when I was um, in school for the Air Force, right? Yeah. Okay. We have a bunch of guys from a bunch of different states: Massachusetts, South Carolina, Arizona, Ohio, what have you. Two of us were from the Northeast. Okay, we got one kid from Jersey and one kid from uh, PA. We're sitting yep. there and we're talking, and I was like, "Oh, you guys, you know, my favorite breakfast meat is pork roll," and they were like, "Huh?" And I'm like, "Oh, my bad. You guys call it tailored ham?" They're like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, "You guys have never had pork roll or tailored ham?" They're like, "What the Not fuck tailored is tailored ham?" No, tailored. I know, I know. I say tailored, but you don't have that. But out there. I, I was sitting there, I was like, "What? You guys have never?" And they're like, "We have no fucking idea what you're talking about." Even a like, kid from Jersey? No, he did. He was the only. Okay. He was the only okay. person I was, yeah. was talking about. But everybody else was like, we have no idea. He was like, born in Ocean Township. Oh. But that's up by... Is Ocean Township, Sh- New Jersey, up there? No. Ocean Township is... is uh, I was going to uh, say it's Ocean County, south. I don't think it's that south. Ocean Township. Check it up on the map. Oh, no. Yeah, it's up by Long Branch. Oh, Asbury yeah. Park, yep. Yeah, it's up by Asbury Park. Yeah, so yeah, technically, technically, if you want to get into it, if this is Trenton and you draw a straight line across, he's north. He's just just north of Central Jersey. Okay, Central Jersey's not a thing. But that anyway, shit. So anyway, right here, so we're in it. Kenny, get back so to the Kenny Pickett thing. Right. So I think that um, Kenny ha- has some really great opportunities for the season. I think that they're going to be a successful season for them. I think that if they don't, you know beat the Bengals and wind up in the number two, I definitely think they got the wild card spot for sure. They'll lock that up and make it into the postseason. Jordan Walker just got thrown out. Oh, boy. All right, so what's your picks for the AFC North? North? Bengals. It's okay. it's the Bengals. I mean... Who do you have in your number two, then? If if I go number two in the, in the AFC North, it's so tough to choose between Baltimore. It's so tough to choose between Baltimore and Pittsburgh, just because Take the Browns. No, if Deshaun Watson plays like Deshaun Watson from Houston, the Browns are going to be dangerous. The biggest thing there is if he yeah, looked uh, yeah, uh, horrible last year. Okay, first off, he was out for eleven games. Sorry, I'm eating a pretzel while I'm talking. Oh, he was shouldn't out have for sexually assaulted that girl. No, no, <laughs> or those I, girls. Okay, I'm not. I'm not defending his. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know, I know. Let's just put that here. out there. <laughs> We're not defending Deshaun anyway, Watson as a person. Then I'll get to my Browns thought while you're chewing your pretzel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but it, I, I'd say it for me. I'm picking. I'm taking the Bengals just because they still have that crazy offense. I mean, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, uh, who's the other one? Tyler Boyd, Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow, uh, uh, Joe Mixon. Yeah. I mean, 
that team is still good. Their defense is still good. If I had to pick a team that wouldn't, it, it wouldn't surprise me if they won. I would say Baltimore, yep. just because Lamar's new contract. So I think he's going to be like really fucking playing. And then also bringing in Odell Beckham now that he has a legitimate wide receiver in Baltimore. I feel like that can help them that's out. That's if they're, he they're stays healthy. Well, yeah, that's if he stays so, healthy. Yeah. So here's what I got. But still, I, the Bengals. I got the Bengals winning the division. However, okay. I don't think the Ravens are going to be as good as people are making them out to be. Odell Beckham Jr., good receiver, phenomenal receiver, older, injury-prone. Who's their other receiver? That kid they drafted also looks really good. Still a rookie, though, right? You have to take that into account. I think Pittsburgh has a lot of upside. The kicker to the upside, though, is that's all it is, is upside. It's got to be actualized. you got to have it come to fruition. Now, as right. I said earlier, Mike Tomlin, phenomenal coach, never a loser. So the, the Pittsburgh Steelers are always going to be involved, always going to be around. How well do they play the division? How well do they play each other? The, the Ravens play the division really, really tough, really, really well. You saw in that playoff game with Tyler Huntley, the Ravens were in it. The Ravens yeah, were because they, they right. play the division tough. That division is tough. They just play to tough play in. football. They do. in general. Yeah, but that's a tough division. I think the Browns are going to be better this year. I think the Browns have actually a good couple of pieces, and I think Deshaun Watson is going to play better. So, yeah, I'm going to say the Bengals, but I think that division is going to be a lot tougher than people are making it out to be. Uh, not necessarily that people are making it out to be. I think it's going to be tougher than it may get credit for, right? Like, I don't think the Bengals are just going to run through the division like everybody right. kind of thinks. Because, again, Pittsburgh, upside, tough team. Baltimore, always tough. Browns, probably going to be better. Um, AFC South. So, AFC um, South AFC consists South. of the Jags, the um, Titans. Jags, Titans, Texans. Colts. I think the Texans are going to be good. Not I think, that I think good, it's but the, I, really if you go for it, I think it's the Jags division to lose. It is yep. the Jags division. To yep. blah, 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 blah. It's the Jags division to lose because of two major keys. Doug Peterson, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Yeah. Two big pieces. Doug yep. Peterson, Trevor Lawrence, plus Calvin Ridley finally comes back off of his suspension. Uh, Evan Ingram played well. Last year, I think he's going to take another step in the Doug Peterson offense. I, I think, it, like Nick said, the Jags division to lose. But it is an interesting division because you have the Indianapolis Colts. You have the Indianapolis Colts starting yeah. to uh, find their way here Moving. with uh, yeah. Richardson, who I think is going to be phenomenal for them. Um, and Shane Steichen is head coach. Dude, that dude is, is awesome. such a unit. Not yeah. only a unit. Dude, Shane Steichen, phenomenal hire. Yeah. Phenomenal yeah, hire. That was, that was a very the, good hire. I think the Colts are going to be good. Not good enough to compete this year, but good. They're they're getting to the point now where their rebuild is turning around. Yes. I think yes. they're going to be a tough out, right? Like, you, you're not just going to go to Indianapolis and go, this is a win. It's not like the Lions of years past where you walk in and everybody whooped them and they went what one in Correct. 16 a I, year ago it's not like that yes right this is where you like you still got to go in and play legit football against this team to win right but it's because they play gritty and they play tough yes. it's not right. because they have all the talent and the skills there. yes i think i think indianapolis is a five six win team but all of their games with are going to be With a ceiling close. of like seven. Yeah, but their games are going to be close. Like, it's not going to be easy steamrolled wins. Because um, you still have Jonathan Taylor. Correct. I think Anthony Richardson is going to be 
awesome. Yeah, and plus he and, can run the ball too. And so. Shane Steichen, yep, awesome. awesome. Uh, and I think the Texans are going to be better than they were last year. Obviously, I love the coaching hire of. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm drawing a huge blank. Uh, uh, he played there for years. Came Jeff, out of San Jeff, Francisco. Jeff Saturday? No, for Houston. Oh, for. <laughs> I thought you're still talking well, about. Why am I drawing a huge blank here? <coughs> I can't even oh my it. god! Nonetheless, I, I phenomenal coaching hire as whose name I how sh- who shall not be named for whatever reason. God, why it doesn't matter. Phenomenal coach. Uh, has made some phenomenal draft picks in C.J. Stroud, I thought was great, and trading up to get the next Tex pick. DeMarco Ryan. Oh, D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico Ryan. Why couldn't I think of D'Amico Ryan? Uh, I think he's going to be a phenomenal coach. He was a phenomenal defensive coordinator for the Niners. Awesome. Super excited about Houston. But Jacksonville's division lose. Jeff, I'm sorry. No, I, def- I definitely think I'm going to agree with you there for that. I think that that's really their uh, divisional. So we'll see. We'll see what happens with that. But I'm, I'm definitely for Jacksonville. Moving on to Old the last. Down I there. also think the Titans are on the downswing. Yeah. Yes. Tannehill, yeah. Tannehill's out Tann- or on his way out. Derrick Henry hasn't looked the same the last couple years. They don't have the wide receivers that they used to have. I mean, they traded away A.J. Brown at 20-what yep. years old to the Eagles. <laughs> like. Yeah. And so the last division. The AFC East. The we AFC got the East. Buffalo Bills, the Miami Dolphins, the New England Patriots, the <sighs> New York Jets. That's going to be the, I think, one of the best personal divisions of football pick, this year. Personal pick is Miami. I take Miami winning the whole thing. All right, so yeah. I, I'm I've been going back and forth on a three way tie. So <laughs> I I think the Pats are the bottom. Yes, yes. And I, we think can, I think we can all agree we that all, the Pats are the bottom. I, I don't think they're going to be an and easy it's not even bad. I no, think no. they're an eight win team. Yeah, eight nine win team. I just um, think that the other three teams in the division are anywhere from 12 so, to 16 win teams. <laughs> so here's here's how I'm kind of playing this out in my mind. If Tua stays healthy, I'm taking the Dolphins. Yep. If Tua does not stay healthy, I'm taking the Jets. I think Buffalo Whoa, I think Buffalo, Buffalo I think Buffalo ends up in the second place because I just I feel Buffalo is good enough to be in the mix, but not good enough to win the division. I think it's going to yeah. go one of two ways. I think Miami's either going to steamroll it with Tua being healthy and that offense being good and that defense being good, and they're going to play phenomenally and they're going to win the division. Or Aaron Rodgers and that young group in New York is going to ball out Kay. and nobody's going to be able to keep up with him. I don't think Buffalo has enough firepower to win the division, but they'll definitely be within the mix to get second place in that division, depending on how the division game shakes okay. out. So I, I'm going to say Miami if two is healthy, but knowing Tua doesn't stay healthy very often, very close second I'm taking the Jets. Okay. I think Aaron Rodgers in New York is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Well, one, I think Aaron Rodgers going to the Jets is great. Also, I love it because he's out of my division now. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like Matt was saying, this I think this division is going to be the most competitive and the best division yep. in the NFL this year, bar none. Yep. There's not going to be any division – that is going to have all four teams be, I think, 500 and over. Yeah. I think all five teams in this division very well could be 500 and over. Patriots are that one exception just because you don't know what Mac Jones is going to do. That's the thing. He's very my, – my Mac dad, Jones rookie year pro, uh, pro bowler. Mac Jones last year with no offensive coordinator, awful. Awful. And that's – is is this another system quarterback situation we're talking about with Mac Jones? You're like I telling know he, me, you're telling me any quarterback is going to do well with Matt Patricia and Joe Judge as their coordinator? Well, no, but, but um, 
It is very tough. Okay. I, for me, being a New York sports fan for majority, I want to pick Buffalo. I okay. want to pick Buffalo. They are my AFC team that I will root for. If the Vikings are fucking out, I will root for Buffalo. I love Josh Allen. I love Stefan Diggs. He is forever a Viking in my heart. Yep. You know, um, I love Jordan Poyer. I don't know if you've ever seen Jordan Poyer's girlfriend or wife, oh, Rachel no. Bush. Okay. <laughs> I love you. Shouts. I thought you, I thought you were about to say she's a sweetheart. No, no. no you just, shouts, she's shouts, uh, attractive. Well, she's my age, and she's been like a Instagram supermodel since she was like okay. 17. Oh, gotcha. Okay. But anyway. Von Miller. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, no, no. I'm just saying. But he's yeah, there. Like, yeah. That team. Yeah. That team's so good. I I want to pick them, but my it's my it's those three. It's Miami Jets and Buffalo, and that's it's gonna come down to can Tua stay healthy. Well, can Tua stay healthy? Can Josh Allen not have to pull the entire weight for the Buffalo Bills? And can the can Aaron Rodgers? Can, can, can Aaron Rodgers be himself? Yep. But then also. Those three teams, who's beaten who in the fucking division right. in their own games that they're playing each other? I can't look at those six games or however many games. You know, Buffalo plays each of them twice. I can't look at any of those games and be like, yeah, Buffalo's going to win there. Right. Miami's going to – I can't do that. There's right. no way to look at it anymore. Like, two years ago, you could be like, all right, Buffalo's going to steamroll this whole, yeah. this whole division. It was a different division then. But yeah. then – I mean, now the Jets are actually competitive, good. competitive, <laughs> and good. Yeah. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say quite g- good, good yet, but they're to the point if where like get, they're making enough get noise. MVP, they're getting Aaron Rodgers. If you get, if you get, you're bringing in an MVP three quarters. Court. If you get three quarters of MVP Aaron Rodgers, you're winning. That team's good almost every game. Yeah. that team is good. Yeah, I, it's. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take Buffalo, but it, okay. the, I, it's okay. a wash. It's a wash. It's a wash. I, for I me. think. It should be AFC, Buffalo, but I think out of the AFC, I think the AFC East is a team that three could be fighting for the. It will will more than likely get into a, a playoff spot. I I think the other division that may have that same scenario play out, depending on how it all should, is the AFC North. I think right. the yeah. Steelers, Steelers, the Browns, Browns, Bengals, Bengals Ravens. Ravens. I think so. Those are going to be the two divisions I think are going to be the tightest and could produce three teams mm-hmm. into the playoffs. The NFC on the other side, though, total open door. I Except for I, the NFC East, the NFC East is the only real close division. close division that's in the NFC. Yeah, I think if there's a three because teamer you, in the you NFC have the Commanders, East. the Commanders suck. Yeah. But the only other three teamer, like you're saying, is really probably the East. The East, yeah. Yep. So, um, we've been going for a little bit. Yeah, it's I know, been an hour uh, and a yeah. half. I gotta go pick up my brother from baseball. So, uh, I guess we're gonna call it. I here. think this is a perfect ending. We finished with our predictions. Yeah, and yeah predictions way too early. Season. Hey, it's all right. As we're, long as we're, we're not drafting, right? wait till we have our fantasy, our fantasy episode where we talk about our teams oh, and our I draft. Think, and I'm so goes, excited for that. I think what we should do. Uh huh. I think we should we should record our draft. You want to live stream it? We could live stream it. It's not a bad we idea. Can get right? it set up. That's something to look at. So we'll yeah. stay tuned. We uh, we'll, we'll get more information. Yeah, as the we'll time be comes. putting some more stuff out uh, as we get closer to uh, to draft season and the oh, NFL yeah. season. And NFL yeah. season, but. Let's not forget, gents, the most important thing over the next three months. Money. Well, what? What? I don't know. I The most important thing injuries? over the next three months. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. No, you're, you're just guessing. You're just yeah. rambling. Injuries? Nope. MLB. 
MLB is the only professional sport. Lies. Major League Soccer. Fuck soccer. <laughs> I'm talking about American <laughs> sports that are not a worldwide okay. thing. In so terms of our soccer. In terms of our four main professional sports. Okay, okay. Timeout. Actually, saw the statistics of it a couple days ago. In the next five years, if the trend stays the same, MLS is going to MLS I, will yeah, overtake yeah, the NHL and compete with baseball for popularity. Well, yes. baseball, baseball has been in a shit spot. But anyway, anyway the most important. You're thing right. Baseball right. is, is that the only baseball major four is by itself out of NBA, NFL, NHL. Yeah, that is the only thing we have other than minor football news that might come yeah. out. So. Brace yourselves, boys. Yeah. Baseball we is. Got a, we got a long couple months hey, of baseball got, talk on the Playbook it. Project, I'm baby. All for it. We'll see. All right, all right, everybody. Well, have a wonderful night. Hope see you have guys. a great weekend. Hope everybody Stay enjoys safe. this. What are we staying safe from? I don't know. There's crazy people. Hey, we're getting close right? to that 4th of July weekend. Yes. Oh, oh, don't be doing it. 4th of July weekend coming up. Don't Jason Pierre Paul yeah, your fingers. Don't, don't yeah. blow yourself up with fireworks. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Right. Unless you're good at it. I'm well, just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cody, if you're listening to this. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. Don't drink yeah, and drive. Don't drink please. and drive. And remember to tip your waitress. Yeah, remember to. And tip us. Yep. At tip our us. non-existent no, Patreon yet. We don't have a Patreon, but we do have a PayPal set up for donations. Nice. Nice. So We're, if you go yeah. to rss.com forward slash the playbook project. You can find our donate link. Nice. Yeah. All right. And listen. then we're also we are trying to find little like sponsorships here and there as well. I'm on a website trying to find little sponsorships where you can do like pre roll, mid roll, post roll nice. ads, like stuff like that. I'm gonna um, start. Posting we are on still. Twitter more. We, yeah, we are still just a little small for people to really want to pick us up and everything. But yeah, we have know? to. A we have lot to be more consistent. Consistent online, a yep, presence online. Absolutely. Get out there. So we, we got some things coming down the pipeline, but keep an eye out, keep a listen, and yeah. And peace we'll, out. Uh, yeah, sure. we'll see you guys next week. Deuces.